Good morning, and thank you for tuning into the Automation Morning Show for Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend it with me and look at what's new in industrial automation. My name is Sean Tierney, and we do have power back today. Yay! <laughs> but uh, the studio's not done. I'll show you a picture of that in a little bit. But uh, So I'm recording again from my office upstairs in my home. And uh, let's go ahead and get started taking a look at what's new in industrial automation. And first up, there's a new IPC from the folks over at Axio... XOM Tech? I don't know how to pronounce that. XOM Tech? We'll go with that. So um, what really caught my eye about this is this is a brand new IPC. It's fanless, and it has the latest networking. So it's Wi-Fi 6, and has a 2.5 gig LAN port. But at the same time, right, it also has legacy ports. It has a couple of RS-232s. It has one RS-232-485. I think it's also 422. And... um. It also has uh, HDMI, but it also has uh, VGA. So it's kind of a mix of the newest networking with legacy ports. So it could be useful in uh, some of those applications where you're trying to run, um, you know, connect to uh, some older products. And from there, I want to go over to our first article of the day. And I'm going to put my glasses on here so I can read this. And um, this is an article from uh, Rock Automation about the benefits of a digital lockout tagout procedures. Now, I haven't, I didn't know anything about this beforehand. I thought the article was well done. And uh, I also linked to their product, which is called Scan ESC. So this is a complete digital uh, lockout tagout software package that also has some cloud support. I really thought the video here on that uh, particular product did a good job explaining what it did. And um, they show a lot of the back end, which looks pretty easy to use. I'd like to see more of the front end, but it does use your uh, like your mobile device and QR codes and whatnot to um, interact with the with the uh, with the server with all the uh, lockout tagout procedures on it. So in any case, from there we go over to a new article from Softing, and this is about Ethernet APL. This is single peer Ethernet network topologies, right? And one of the things I thought was interesting about this article is they not only cover the, um, you know, the basics of Ethernet APL topologies, but they also take a look at it from a uh, intrinsically safe or hazardous location area as well. So I thought it was very interesting. And they talk about 10Base T1L and IEEE 802.3CG. And um, really, they go through, they have some great graphics here. They go through the different uh, topologies. And then they link to a guide over at uh, ethernet-apl.org, which uh, talks about engineering guidelines to create, you know, a network system. So I thought that was very helpful as well. So from there, we go over to an article from PTC. Now, a lot of AI articles I found, they're like pie in the sky, rose-colored glasses, you know, that type of thing. But this was really down to earth. And uh, I thought the author did a great job on this article and talking about, you know, what AI is not going to do and what AI can do and some of the challenges faced and like where can it be implemented correctly to make the life of human beings better. and where it can be implemented incorrectly and make life for human beings worse. So I thought it was very well done. They do go through a, 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 a mini tutorial on what chat GPT is. So if you've been hearing about that and you want to know more about that, and I think, you know, one of the uh, important topics they address in this article, which I, you know, I tell people who ask me like family members about it is, you know, a lot of what chat GPT does is, you know, there were hundreds of people, um, 
you know, setting up rule sets for this chatbot so that it knew how to understand human language. And when somebody said a particular phrase, what did that mean? It's not like some sentient AI that automatically understands English language. It's like rule sets that were, you know, machine learning. It was trained, hey, that when somebody says this or asks this, this is probably what they mean. Here's a longer description. In any case, if you're interested in this topic, I think you'll like this article. From there, we go over to a great article from the folks over at DigiKey about robots in today's automotive manufacturing. But I really think you could rename this robotics in today's manufacturing because even though they go through a lot of uh, uh, examples with uh, automotive uh, manufacturing, um, most of these examples would work in any type of industry. I mean, a lot of the subcomponents that go into your car are assembled with uh, simple pick and place machines, right? So I thought it's a great article. Um, it's a great primer on robots. If you've never done anything with robotics, this would be a great primer. If you have somebody new on your staff, this would also be great for them. I thought they did a great, excellent job here in this article. From there, we go over to an article from Cognex, and this is an article that's ex explaining what barcode verification aperture means. What's that phrase mean? I thought it was well done. If you're doing anything with barcodes or you use barcoding and uh, you have somebody new on your staff, I would definitely recommend this article. Next up, we have uh, a thank you for our sponsor, Siemens. Siemens is our first sponsor of the morning show, and they're sponsoring the next four weeks. And uh, we really just want to say thank you. If you see your Siemens rep or you're talking to somebody at Siemens, please thank them for sponsoring our show and making us bring you, you know, making it possible for us to bring you even more product news and product how-tos. So from there, we'll go over to the contest entry form. Now, I still don't have a picture to share with you of all the goodies Siemens sent in to give away to you guys. But in any case, I know there's a, there's a baseball hat, a baseball, there's uh, the uh, cleaners for your uh, 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 for your laptop displays and monitors. There's um, USB drives, 128, I think they're 128 gigs. Good size USB drive. I actually used one yesterday to move one of the videos from a computer to another because we had no power all day yesterday. But just all kinds of goodies, you know, the um, kind of mechanical pens with the rulers on them and whatnot. So uh, please, if you appreciate our sponsors, please consider filling in this form and uh, putting your name in the hat. Now, to ensure that only people who are actually consuming the morning show fill in this form, um, we have a keyword every day that we're using, and uh, we only give that out during the show. And that today's keyword is TIA Portal. Now, if you're listening to the show, don't worry how you spell it. Just put it in there. I'll know what you mean. But uh, you can see on the screen here, it's spelled TIA space Portal, P-O-R-T-A-L. Just come close. I'll know what you're talking about. I review every entry, so don't uh, we don't want to cause anybody stress. Just fill it in, and uh, we'll get your name in the hat. You can you can submit a, a form every day, so you can get up to 20 chances in the contest because we'll have 20 episodes over the course of a month. So in any case, from there we go to uh, this is why I'm not out in the uh, studio, which is takes up one bay of my garage, and uh, I'm actually working on the wall. I'm trying to get everything, all the samples that have ever been sent into the show up on the wall so I can take a picture of it for a new backdrop I'm going to use at trade shows. That's the plan anyways. I hope it works out. But in any case, over here on the left, you can see, well, first of all, I've taken all the HMIs off the top shelf that I've purchased myself. So I want to make sure these first three levels are all sponsored products, right? And so we'll be moving the IFM HMI controller over here above the IFM stuff over here. You can see I got the Wago stuff. I talked to them yesterday. It was a very... Um, a, um, a laggy conversation because I didn't have I didn't have any power 
but uh, hoping to get them on the show very soon. Um, but in any case, um, we also have the RTI. I brought over the other RTI module from Studio B since I haven't been filming a lot over there, so we can get it some, uh, we can uh, give it some uh, free cred there. And then we have the brand new uh, Red Lion switch that they sent in. I already filmed the unboxing portion of that video, so I put it up there. I want to get it up and running so I can finish that the first time using. I got an ANC device here, and I got another one. I'm going to put a sticky back here and tie wrap it there. It's a more of a, uh, a USB cable, but I want to give it, uh, put it up there so people see it. And then all the free. Uh, uh, Alan Bradley contact is the first samples I got from Rockwell. Uh, I'm going to be putting above them. And then, of course, here we over, we've had the IFM wired up for a while since we've done the uh, the HMI controller video. We actually have some more IFM stuff coming in, which I'm looking forward to seeing what they're sending me. But uh, in any case, uh, I took off the two uh, the two Profinet drops I wasn't using since they were just sitting there doing nothing. Moved up the SMC, got that wired in. Though I haven't powered it up yet. But uh, wanted to get that up there since they sent that in. Got the um, ET200SP all set up. I ordered a couple hundred uh, term, uh, terminal blocks to go in here so I can get that wired up. I'll probably just start with getting it on the on the Ethernet and uh, wired up at some other time because time is running out. But I uh, got the new uh, sample uh, uh, CPU here from Siemens to replace the old one they had sent me. And I'm looking forward to getting these all wired up and powered on over here we got the uh, plc direct samples with the mitsubishi little sample here we got the moxa samples that we've done shows on before um i got some extra siemens uh, modules i want to plug into the sky and get that all wired up running here's the um the other uh, s7 uh, 1500 cpu here the managed switch and um i don't have enough wires here to get these going but i wanted to get these on machine io drops up from siemens get those up there we have plc next we get the vfd they sent me a used vfd and then down here on the bottom you'll see all the stuff well this is this is my case that i had built for me but uh, this is a sample from siemens but the rest of this is stuff i've bought for my courses and i'm just kind of putting it way down here to kind of like put it in storage right to keep it out of my way and um and that way, if I can have it plugged in and wired in, if I need to do a the tech tip on it or whatnot, it's there and running. But really just trying to feature um, all the folks, all the vendors who are supporting us, featuring all their products up here. And then, you know, I would figure every year we'll take and put new products up and take old products and put them either in Studio B or when we have a Studio C, we'll put them in Studio C and whatnot. Eventually, we want to have a, an Insight Lab where we can do testing for people. Or they, you know, they say, hey, I got a... Uh, I don't know. I got a you know L35, and I want to see how much data I can get to a 5380 through Ethernet, and do different testing like that. That's uh, something in the future. But Insight Labs is something uh, that we definitely want to do in the future. So, with that, that's kind of look at the mess right here. It's just just kind of stuff all over the place. So let's move on to a picture of the snow, and this was taken early in the morning yesterday before power went out. Um, this is, you really can't see, it was kind of very windy, a lot of drifting going on already. We only had a few inches. We ended up getting about a foot, but, um, about an hour later, power went out and it was out for the whole day. So, um, that's kind of what it looked like here yesterday. With that said, I want to go to our spotlight product. This is my HMI SCADA bundle course on Rockwell's PanelView Plus, uh, and VUSE. And uh, if you buy this, you will get the next generation of the PanelView Plus course I'm going to be doing, the ultimate PanelView Plus. Um, 
I put, gee, it seems like over a thousand hours into the USC course, and um, I don't know that I'll be refilming it. I'm waiting to hear, hearing a rumor that um, if you don't keep your license in uh, support, you will never be able to keep it in support. It'll be like you have to buy a new license. So if that's the case, I won't do a second edition on that because it's, you know, three grand for the software. So I'm not going to buy another license just so I can use a later rev. That just doesn't make sense to me so we'll see we'll see what they do but this is a great value and again you'll get the ultimate panel view plus uh that will come out probably start filming that this fall but in any case if you need to get up on to up the speed on view studio enterprise and view studio machine edition this is a bundle and again it comes with lifetime access and it comes with lifetime support. So I'm on the site every afternoon answering student questions. And uh, we do that because, you know, you can use a product for a while and then not use it and then come back and use it again. So that's just the way uh, industrial automation works, right? And from there, I want to go over to our video files of the day. And I found two. The first one is from Turek. And it's a, a couple of gentlemen kind of doing a back and forth on that new condition monitoring uh, for vibration and temperature module we talked about earlier in an earlier show. And I learned something actually from this. I learned that um, the device, you know, we knew it was a, an IO Link device because it was featured in the PI or Profi News as a new IO Link device for March. But it actually has a fully digital mode where if you don't have IO Link, it's still, you can just use the digital outputs. You know, you can set up in the software, you can set up, you know, if it vibrates beyond this point, then send me a digital output saying, hey, we got too much vibration. So I thought that was very cool. And I learned that by watching this video. The other uh, video I have, now this is an older video. It was actually linked to in that AI article I talked about earlier. But I thought it was great. I had it on two speed to make sure I could listen through the whole thing to make sure it was something I wanted to recommend. But this is from Ted. And again, all the links, if you listen to the audio only edition, every link I'm talking about is at automate.news. Okay. So um, this is a Ted presentation. And the question is, will automation take away all our jobs? And I think this uh, this presenter does a great job of explaining how that doesn't happen. Like, you know, we use 98% less people in farming today than we did 100 years ago. And yet we don't have all these unemployed farmers all over the place, right? Because people get better jobs. He uses an example of ATMs. How initially ATMs meant that... Um, you had less tellers per branch, but banks ended up opening up more branches and now have a lot more tellers because the tellers now now just don't count money anymore. They actually do things like set up, uh, you know, uh, loans and set up a balance, you know, accounts and and do all these different things like, uh, you know, uh, services that they didn't do before. So they're they do uh, the small tellers today, I guess, in summary. And there's a lot then they do a lot more than just uh, count money. So I thought it was very good. Even though it's an older video, I wanted to feature it because I thought it was excellent. Automation doesn't typically, when we advance, it, you know, by, by automating um, jobs nobody wants, it'll, it frees up people to do new jobs that are exciting and use the current technology, right, or new technology. From there, I want to go over to upcoming events. There's two I have today. The first is how to control a smart motor over a can open, and this is by Horner Automation. This is scheduled for March 21st at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Tuesday. And the next is, of course, Manufacturing in America 23. I will be at the show. Um, Siemens has asked me to come out and have a booth and interview people. And I'm looking forward to meeting all you. If you're in the Detroit area or you want to come out and see what Siemens has, the latest and greatest, and not just Siemens, their partners as well, uh, it's at Ford Field in Detroit. 
on April 12th and 13th. So I should have a whole booth. I hope to be at the booth all morning, every day, and uh, maybe get out to the show floor in the afternoons. But I want to hear from you. I want to interview you guys. Uh, just find out what you're doing, what your company makes, and uh, what you've been up to. And um, with that, uh, the link to that is at automate.news, like all our links are. And from there, I want to go over to what's coming. And this afternoon, I'm hoping to have enough time to get out the Core Tygo podcast I did for the Automation Podcast. Now, these guys were great, and I learned so much about wireless I.O. link. In fact, I didn't realize you could have 100 or more devices in a single cell, all talking high speed, 5 millisecond updates over wireless I.O. link. So you could have tons of different sensors on your machine all wireless and i just never knew that was even possible so um it's a great podcast it should be up again we had no power all day yesterday so i'm way behind the uh, the ball here but uh, in any case um we're still hoping to get it out this afternoon uh before my afternoon meetings with vendors so um in any case look for that new episode of the automation podcast i think it was an excellent uh, an excellent show from there we go over to our pub crawl and we got uh, several new publications today there is a new manual for the Scalance M874 and M876 from uh, Siemens. And there's also another Siemens new manual on the Scalance MUM853. These are all industrial uh, networking uh, devices. I'm not familiar with them, but if you're using them, you'll probably want to grab these updated manuals. We also have a new uh, document from Omron. It's a cross-reference sheet for their old relays to their new relays. We talked about those on the show previously. We also have uh, a new manual for the uh, 67C regulators from Emerson, as well as their Rosemont 928 gas monitor. And from there, we go over to the community corner, and we always start off by wishing everybody who has a birthday today a very happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. I hope you get to talk like I did yesterday, talk with friends and family and uh, open cards and just uh, enjoy some time with uh, with good company. And I hope you have power, unlike I did. I didn't have power until late last night or last night. Uh, in any case, if you're connected with me on LinkedIn and you have your birthday and your profile, you show up on my connection birthday list. And so I want to wish everybody here a very happy birthday, including my connections, Ross, Clarence, Andrew, Alistar, Yasser, Syed, Hussein, Hyvan, and Dave, Richard, and Michael. So I want to wish all you, my connections, a very happy birthday, and I hope you have an awesome day today. Now, I also want to remind you that if you enjoy the show and you want to follow us, you can do so for free at automation.locals.com. You can also, for one cup of coffee a month, support the show and become a full member. And that way you can post, you can ask questions, you can reply to questions, you can even send me messages if it's something confidential. You can do all that right here at um, automation.locals.com. And I also like to remind folks that um, you can send in your industrial automation news tips. It doesn't matter who you are. If you believe that, um, you know, I missed something, please fill in this form. I also added feedback. If you want to add some feedback, please feel free to do that too. And if you're a vendor or you're talking to your vendors, um, please ask them to consider sponsoring our show. We're looking for a couple more sponsors so we can fill a couple open positions and really expand on what we're doing. So please consider that. From there, we go over to a reminder that every single link we talked about today is over at automate.news. 
And if you click on the show link, it'll bring you here to a listing of all the shows. And I do have to fix yesterday's thumbnail. The the NAS had no power, so I couldn't grab it off of that, even though I designed it. But uh, in any case, um, right now we're just uh, posting the show. We're not doing any articles with it because uh, we just don't have the resources anymore. But in any case, you will find the video here with closed captions. And you'll also find the audio here and links to every place the audio and video goes. And with that, I want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy day today to sit down and learn what's new in industrial automation with me. And I want to wish you a very safe, happy, and healthy week. And until next time, my friends, peace.